If you're a high school senior, you're probably familiar with the excitement and anticipation that comes with Senior Picture Day. The day before my Senior Picture Day, I was going through my outfit for the photo shoot and I discovered that I still needed a white shirt. I didn't have one. I was faced with a choice, really. I could either commandeer one of my dad's shirts, which honestly didn't really fit, or I could buy a new one. So that night, I went to the store with the intention of buying a single white shirt. I entered that building with one goal in mind, buy one white shirt and go home. Fast forward 30 minutes later and there I am walking out of the store with three shirts, three ties, a pocket square, two belts, one black and one brown. Why? Although I felt satisfied with my purchase, I had to admit, I'd fallen victim to the store's marketing. You know, it's rather ironic that the guy who's spoken at length about the marketing techniques companies employ to get you to purchase more items has fallen prey to these techniques himself. Really? But you know, I'm sharing this story with you to illustrate an important aspect of personal financial literacy. And that's that everyone, even myself and including myself, makes mistakes. It's fine if you're not perfectly immune to impulsive purchases or advertising tricks. The important thing is that you recognize when you make an externally influenced purchase and learn from that experience. Today, I'll go through my shirt buying journey and reflect on how I went from buying one item to buying nine items. When I first entered the store, I was greeted by the smiling store manager who asked me what I needed and how I could help. I showed him the suit that I intended to wear in my picture and explained that I needed a white shirt to match the jacket and pants I had for my senior picture the next day. He directed me to a series of different white shirts, all the while talking about his time in the store and complimenting my choice of suit jacket. Throughout this entire sequence of events, the manager was building a rapport. By acting in a relaxed and confident manner, he got me to drop my guard and made me much more receptive to his suggestions. He explained each shirt type and asked which I preferred. After I made my choice, he turned to me and asked if I'd chosen any other accessories for my picture. I then showed him the blue tie and pocket square I'd chosen. He examined them for a minute and said, uh, here's the thing, these both match, but there's no contrast. Anyone can find two pieces of clothing that look the same, but the best outfits have a little bit of contrast. Give me a second, I'll show you. So we went and then he grabbed a few ties and a few pocket squares and a few other shirts from a nearby display and he started arranging them on top of my suit. He said, if I were you, I'd probably pick something a bit more like this. See how this tie, shirt, and square all go together? I said that, you know, the patterns look nice, but I'm only really there to pick one shirt. In response, he leaned in and spoke in a low tone. Just between you and me? you came at a really good time. Corporate is running a massive sale to offload their inventory. One tie is $70, but if you buy three, you only pay $60 for all three. The shirts are also 50% off if you buy three or more. Wow, what do you know? Right here, the manager used that rapport he built up with me during the first sequence to convince me that I should buy a tie, square, and shirt. Additionally, he emphasized that limited time sales were available, making the purchase seem both time limited and great value. 
Tides are typically worth $20 a piece. Three for $60 is pretty much average price-wise. However, by juxtaposing that price with a one for $70 price, which is way, way, way overpriced, the three item sale is suddenly much more attractive. He didn't even ask me to buy anything extra. He just presented evidence that implied that I should buy now. After I chose some shirts, ties, and squares, the manager turned to me and asked, Young man, will you be wearing brown shoes to the photo? I responded that I'd be wearing a pair of light brown dress shoes, and he gestured me over to a rack of shoes and belts. He said, Listen, young man, I'm not going to try and sell you shoes, but let me teach you something important. When you're choosing an outfit, make sure that your belt and shoes always match the color. Brown shoes, brown belt. Black shoes, black belt. Pink shoes, pink belt. Now, you mentioned that you're going to be wearing light brown shoes, and there's a sale on belts today. You can actually get two for the price of one. These are sewn leather belts, so they're very, very durable, and they'll last. And you can buy a brown and black belt, so you'll be able to match most dress shoe types. Right here, he's once again leveraged that rapport. He's presented me with this advice on choosing a belt, and then once again emphasized that time-sensitive sale, and emphasized the value of buying these belts. I was convinced, and I bought both of them. I should mention that after I returned home, I still felt satisfied with my purchases, and intended to return. However, that doesn't change the fact that I bought significantly more than I expected. Additionally, I made sure that all of my purchases were returnable, so I still have two weeks to return the items if I'm not satisfied, and I kept my receipt to facilitate that return. Although I'm happy with my purchases, I still recognize that the manager's sales tactics heavily influenced my decisions on what to buy, and I'll be more prepared the next time I return to that particular store. This is a good illustration of marketing techniques, including advertising something as a solution to a problem, time-limited sales, and in particular, the decoy effect. The next time you make a purchase that you didn't quite anticipate making, ask yourself, why did I buy that? How was I influenced to buy more than I intended to? And how can I protect myself in the future? Remember, reflection is key. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Do you have a question that you're curious about or a topic you're really interested in? If you have any questions or topics you'd like to have in the podcast, please email us at moneyedpodcast at gmail.com. Check out Money Ed on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts, and leave a review if you enjoyed. Be sure to follow Money Ed on Twitter at, at ed underscore podcast so you'll never miss an episode. This is Whitman Ochi for Money Ed, signing off.